I'm working on a new character who's always talking about Donkey Kong as sort of a <laughs> cultural reference that... <laughs> okay, is it a character or is it a person you're becoming? You know, you know? Is this just the natural <laughs> progression of your personality or... You gotta be free to explore sort of where, where this stuff takes you, you know? But like, remember that, remember that Donkey Kong level where Princess Diana uh, tragically uh, uh, passed away? <laughs> <laughs> okay, look... There's a rich field to harvest there, but I'm just not sure we're the ones to hoe it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Remember that Donkey Kong level where he learns humility? And, and uh... <laughs> Remember when Donkey Kong learns to shut the fuck up? <laughs> and knows his, learns to stay in his lane? Long ago in a distant land. Everybody, welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. And my name is Andy. My name is Austin. My name is Rory. And today we have a very special guest in the studio and not in the studio, in the remote studio, which is her own apartment. Her name is Charlotte. Say hello, Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte. <laughs> oh, she did the joke. She's done the good <laughs> I always one. wanted to do that. Oh, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Honestly, I feel so relieved to get that out of my system. Yeah, I'm I'm relieved too because it means that you'll never ever have to do that joke again. That's not a promise I can keep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so here here on the show, do you want to do your we... Borat impression for us while you're <laughs> while you're here? Oh, you got to serve that when it's hot and spicy. Oh, you can't just put that out anytime. You got to get that hot out the oven. I gotta wait for it to be perfect. <laughs> Yeah, well, you just let us know if there's any other jokes that you've always felt uncomfortable making that you want to make sure that happen, sort of get them all out. Um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Do you have any feelings about how much we talk to you before you've had your coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Only on Mondays, am I right? Oh, oh boy. Well, you know, I was the first one to start talking in this episode, and as you all know, that means that I have to tell everyone what's going on in our lives right now. And t- today, this week, we are all starting a country band. It's okay. It, yep, that's what, that's what came out of my mouth. We're a country yeah. band. Hey. Okay. Who, who, okay. Uh, is, can you guys work with that? Is there is there something there? Yeah, so the only problem that I'm seeing right now, Andy, with okay, this yeah, is that all yeah. four of us play Jug extremely well. And so, <laughs> yeah. Bobby, that's the Jug I keep stuff in. <laughs> that was my concern at first, too. I do have right. several prime Jugs that I don't, okay. you know, I think they all... Well, can you take second chair Jug? And I'll take first chair Jug? <laughs> do you play the two string, the one string, or the no string guitar? <laughs> here's, okay, here's here's what's really happening though. It's uh, ooh, whoa! I pulled back the veil and found out there's a theme under the theme. We've all formed a country band, but we all want to be the jug player. And so it turns out this is actually a reality show. Who wants to be a who jug player? Jug? Uh, who gets the jug? America's next jugman. <laughs> who wants to be? A, who wants to be a juggalo? Uh, which is That's which where the we name all comes get. From. We, we all have to do these weird competi- this weird competition to figure out who actually gets to be the jug the jugsman or jugswoman. Who gets the jugs? Ooh, I've got a head start on you, gentlemen. 
<laughs> That's what you think. I've got a nice pair myself. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of fighting. It's gonna oh, it's gonna be such good television when we find out who gets to be the jug player on this uh, this this uh, this country band. But. No! How dare you? The competition hasn't started yet. That's good audio. Looks like somebody brought a jug to the jug party. (laughs) (laughs) Brought a jug to a knife fight. You don't bring a jug to a jug fight. God. Oh, we're really going for the jugular today on who wants to be the jug player. Oh, no. This is good. All right. You win. That was the worst one. We can drop the bit now. That was terrible. While we're all airing jokes that we shouldn't make. Well, I guess I unleashed this curse on us, didn't I? Guess what we're also doing this week? We're watching, uh, this is our fifth non-consecutive week. Well, I guess it's our, it's it's got to be at least our like 30-something non-consecutive week talking about Sailor Moon. But in this particular attempt, our fifth week of Sailor Moon R, and we watched episodes 10 and 11, aka 50 and 51, if you're counting like I am. And from, the, from one? Yeah, from one. <laughs> You count like from one, like I do. Like I'm a little stinker, and I always count from one. My teachers hated me. They always wanted to count from stupid numbers, like three. And they, they'll uh, say, "Everybody, turn to chapter three, and you'll be like, I don't know what that is." <laughs> Can you, you count me? it to me from one? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Charlotte, you told us that you like Sailor Moon. You you have a you have a, a history with Sailor Moon. Yeah, well, so, uh, <laughs> hmm. truth be told, I thought I knew a lot more about Sailor Moon than I did. <laughs> I recall being very excited about finding a very small, like, tuxedo mask doll in a thrift store when I was a kid and being, like, really into the idea of Sailor Moon. And I got really into a lot of other anime. Like, I watched Marmalade Boy. I read all of Shigi Yugi. I got Ooh. really into it. You seem like deep uh, cuts. Whoa, yeah, sent shivers like, down his spine. Yeah, no, I know. I'm very cool and hip and interesting. But like I uh I watched like some Sailor Moon, but as soon as I started my watching to join you, I realized that I didn't know anything that was going on. <laughs> I like, had almost no backstory or concept of what was going on. So I watched a YouTube video where some delightful woman wearing cat ears explained to me um the history <laughs> in its entire of all the timelines of Sailor Moon. And I tell you what, it's rich. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, now I'm, uh, now I love it. Now I spent all day today watching Sailor Moon and I, it's incredible. Uh, I want to watch more. I want to get really into it. I want to take this time that we have to just, it's pretty fun, make my life about it. Well, you should <laughs> yeah. start over from the from the beginning because this is we're in season yeah. two here. Exactly. I, I feel like I'm missing some key, you know, character growth. Well, right. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, I have to warn you, we're, what we're watching is this is the original dub that's kind of tough to tough to find. Oh, unless it's you, awful. Unless you, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. But if you find <laughs> it anywhere amazing. official, like, you know, Hulu or whatever, it's going to have different voices or just subtitles. Uh, but if you want that real shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by real shit, do you mean what you are all subjected to yeah. as children when this show is on? And why America thinks anime is bad, actually? <laughs> like... <laughs> well, anime is bad, actually. America's not wrong about that. But they, they, don't, they don't think it for the right reasons. So Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlotte, I, I really want to thank you for for catching up, for being sort of on the level with this season for us. For, for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you enjoy it? You know, 
obviously we can't recap every episode, but how did you feel no. about the episodes leading up to before these episodes? Um, I, ooh, it is, I, I kept thinking to myself, like, this is the most complex and sort of beautiful series of like Yu-Gi-Oh style tarot drawings I've ever seen. Like they're drawing <laughs> uh-huh. tarot cards and then that's the monster of the week. Like, really fascinating and very loose and like terribly defined reasons why this is happening. Uh, really just, just the vicious angry tarot card readings were really exciting for me. I love the insistence on, um, two lovers in deciding to present as brother and sister for uh-huh. no reason at all uh-huh. except for to test the <laughs> limits of their relationship and then they just like by the time we get to what we watched they've just embraced the fact that they're in an open relationship without talking about it because they're just throwing uh-huh. each other's crushes in their faces like just like well serena would never do that oh yeah well whatever it's just i mean it's hilarious they're they're i don't think that they realize that when they define themselves as brother and sister they were secretly finding the crux in their problems as a couple That was really Uh, what was more their relationship had become, you know, since the love had really gone away. Mm. Um, I'm confident that they didn't choose that that brother-sister naming. I think they just are. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out they're human forms. They're both trees. They're the same tree. I stand by it. Rory's Rory's been dying on this cross for weeks now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but if they're trees... Then is it if you get two apples from the same tree, they're brother sister apples. <laughs> okay, and if but, those but, but, apples but. start smashing. <laughs> okay, look, we're talking about trees before we get to in the weeds. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. We should dive right in. Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, uh, remember, uh, jugs, not drugs. Uh, we love uh, we love these jugs and playing them. Please, please avoid substance abuse and get into jugs instead. That's why all of us got into jug bands because we were. Uh, <laughs> but then we started jug abuse and it was just a horrible cycle. Winners uh-huh. don't play jugs. So. <laughs> yeah. just jugs. <laughs> That's also true. Um, you know what else winners do is they watch episode 50 of Sailor Moon. I love the way you do that. That deft touch that you have. And that episode is titled Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. And here is the synopsis. Serena, Amy, Ray, Lita, and Mina decide to help Darian School put on a stage production of Snow White. Darian School? What? Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's in uh, university. Okay. <laughs> However, the girls start arguing over who should play Snow White. Anne has been reading the play and believes that if she can get Darian to kiss her, he will fall in love with her. So she tricks everyone and she ends up being Snow White. However, everyone else begins to become upset with her acting and wants to replace her. (laughs) Meanwhile, Alan decides to send a Cardian to interrupt the show and gather everyone's energy. Ooh, this one's so juicy. Uh, It's got so much. (laughs) I just was really excited that the one that you picked that I get to talk about is the one with the with theater kids. Like it's the one where <laughs> they try to be theater kids for a day, and I just like felt really seen and understood, and also horribly misunderstood, and like hor- like just really 
pulled, you know, out of my body uh-huh. and made to look at myself <laughs> in a way that was yeah. really uncomfortable. Drawn and quartered. <laughs> yeah. But, like, here's my favorite thing about it. It was obviously, like, incredible in terms of its uh, thoughts of how the casting process could ever work. Also, the idea that university <laughs> students would be like, let's hire a bunch of high schoolers to be in our show and not just, like, cutting each other's throats. Well, he hangs out with them anyway, so, you know, he's a real cool guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just know that there are, like, so many undergrads that are, like, you can't hire Ugh. high schoolers because I need this for credit. Um, but the thing that they caught really, really well was that they rehearsed in, like, hallways. They were, like, lockers and just random benches. They were, and, like, classrooms, mm-hmm. they never rehearsed on stage, even though the stage was, like, a million-dollar production value. They only yeah. rehearsed in extremely uncomfortable closed spaces, and I felt that to be really accurate, and I was happy to be <laughs> represented that way. I do agree with that. Well, I think what's funny, uh, you, you said you, f- you felt a little a little called out slash scene about the theater kids. I think what's <laughs> what's important to note is that these these kids, you know, the Sailor Scouts, they're not theater kids. The real theater kids were a part of this production, and they all quit before the show started. The real <laughs> yeah. theater kids were like, fuck this production. I have better ways to spend my time. Yeah, Darian wants to hang out with his fucking weird high school friends. Fuck this. <laughs> I'm out of here. That's that really weird show Darian did where he made high school dressed like furries and we just don't like to talk about it very yeah. much. We don't want to bring it <laughs> well, up. Um, uh, apparently he wanted to do Hamlet and all the actors also wanted to all be Hamlet and then they quit because <laughs> none of them could be Hamlet. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> there's only one lead role in Hamlet and it's only Hamlet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if huh. every actor would want to play Hamlet. That's not really like the... That's a lot of know, work. It, it's a lot of That's work. It's a my lot friends. of work. I was in Hamlet one time and I was pleased to be Polonius. Thanks for the side <laughs> yeah. role where I don't have to do that much and I die. You could have plenty of time for computer school and uh... <laughs> Amy was fucking on point this week. <laughs> Since I'm so busy with computer school work and science club, I think I should be Snow White. After all, I wouldn't have to memorize many lines since she's asleep for half the play. I like the idea that she, because she's like a fucking type A nerd, she can't not be in the school play. But barring that, that <laughs> she, like, just uh, don't be in it. No, she can't say no. She doesn't have that skill yet. You can do no. stage no. tech. She knows it's going to look good on her transcript. Or That's her, right. You know, she's she's trying get... to get into computer university. <laughs> computer university. It's, it's important to note. The, the 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 first the whole first chunk of this episode is all the girls angling to be Snow White, presumably so they can kiss Darian, which is interesting. I yeah, don't know. these girls have their memories back. They know Darian yeah. is Serena's yeah. like time displaced infinite boyfriend. It was yeah. shady as fuck. I but know. it's open season, yeah. apparently. It's, it's open, open season, season. On, sm- on, on, on Smoochtown. <laughs> Which was so weird because also just the number of different ways they describe people as hunks was really incredible <laughs> oh, throughout this entire uh-huh. series. Um, yeah. I, really top notch. But I think the interesting thing, too, is that like, so you have obviously Serena wants to be Snow White because she wants to kiss her boyfriend and all the other girls want to be Snow White because they're the prettiest. But that hasn't, that's not how it plays out. Serena's like, I'm the prettiest. That's the only reason I want to be <laughs> Snow White. It has nothing to do with smooching my eternal boyfriend. And yeah. the other girls are like, yeah, I have other flimsy reasons, but I just want to mack on my best friend's eternal boyfriend. Yeah, if Serena hadn't come out so hot and was just uh, and was just kind of like 
cool about it, the other girls might not have all tried to yeah. undercut her the rest of the episode. That's true. <laughs> well, and then Anne comes in and is like, I explicitly want this so that I can kiss your boyfriend. And that's the only time Serena's like, fuck you. Like, it's just this one girl. Her best friends? Ah, no, it's fine. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. It's not a big deal. But this bitch? No. No. <laughs> We're not friends. <laughs> I like that nobody really uh, argues the point when uh, Jupiter wants it. Uh, Lita wants to be uh, Snow White because she's the most talented. And they're like, well, fuck. Yeah, obviously you're the most talented. <laughs> well, I think I should play Snow White. I mean, after all, it's obvious I clearly have the most acting experience and talent around here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I have something to say about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. I have, okay, I have, okay. I have a thing to tell you about Ooh, that. Which tell is me about that that's it. A, that's a fun translation. In the original, <gasps> she does not say that she has the most talent. In the original, which you might notice uh, if you, you know, they kept the shot in there. She's like pushing up on Ray, sort of pressing the issue. And she says, I have the most talent, clearly. The biggest thing in that shot is her boobs because the original I Japanese. Oh, you're saying so? Ta- so talent is a talent is a euphemism. Yeah, oh in the original God. Japanese, she's like, "No, I should be Snow White because I have the biggest breasts." And everyone's like, um, "I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! I knew it!" As soon as I saw that, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "There is no way she means talent. There is all the way she means titties." That's even funnier though. That's way funnier that she says talent. Oh, I like it. I took it as a euphemism. I was like, "That girl means she's got the biggest jugs." I didn't. I, I kind of read it as uh, just you know sight unseen. Just took her at her right. took her at her word because she's because as we talk about on the show a lot, Charlotte is like Lita and to a lesser degree Ray are just significantly more competent like than the yeah. rest of the team. Like they just don't all have an even power set. She's no. just really no. talented at things, and she's like a master chef. And a karate <laughs> master. <laughs> yeah. She's she's so. the most competent person. Absolutely. That's really funny. But I just, I love that in the original that she just comes out and is like, yeah, I got big boobs. This should go to me. <laughs> just like Snow White and her notoriously giant tits. I, I found, okay, to talk about tits a little bit longer. And okay. of course, now after my extensive research. <laughs> Twist my arm. <laughs> press, press, press the issue. Uh but with my now extensive knowledge about the um, Sailor Moon universe, I know that it's like very sexy in the originals and the after, you know, the ones that we just watched are not sexy at all and have weird morals mm-hmm. at the end. Um, but <laughs> it's very funny how like insanely inconsistent the like tit meddling is because obviously when they're like transforming they've erased all like kind of boob shapes but there's so many times when like Serena will turn around and you can just see like just so just they all have giant boobs like and they've just kind of half erased some of the lines that define the tits but it's just like and then there's this big bows which already are going to make it look bigger anyways and like it's just hilarious how much these girls just they just morph they're chesty yeah but they're inconsistently so um, Incons- inconsistently chesty. And I find it to be sort of disturbing, but also fascinating. And then I get mad at myself for staring at anime boobs so much. Is what you're is what you're trying to say that Sailor Moon's got the boom anime babes that make you think the wrong thing? Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. Wait, has that one not already been done? I really wanted to do that one, but I just assumed it's I been, just assumed somebody it's else. It's been one week since I I wished you had nope. said that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh look, oh. uh this episode felt kind of weird to me. This felt like it was really chopped up. This one did? Well, this one I, I, as far as um 
the beginning of the episode felt like we had a lot of cut a lot of cuts from it. We milk it for a long time. Well, the 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 weird stuff is like the beginning Anne is reading Snow White with Alan. Like she's just yeah. reading Snow White and she likes it. And <laughs> uh and then it turns out that simultaneously Ray suggests that they do Snow White as the play at the same time and then suddenly uh Anne shows up like, "Oh yeah, and I've got the plan already set for when we do when we do Snow White." Like oh, when we draw straws for it with this these odd little napkin twisties. Right, this mm-hmm. this rigged plan that she has <laughs> so that she can be Snow pieces. White. But she set up this plan before it's ever been established that, you know, that the play is going to be Snow White. And I think what was in the original before they, they cut out some scenes was that it was an assignment in class. I think Snow White was like an uh... English assignment in class. And so they're all reading the book at the same time. But in the English dub, it just seems like weird coincidence. And there have been yeah. a lot of cases in this this dub so far where everything feels like these sort of weird coincidences. Too contrived, up, yeah. Right? But yeah. I think it's just we're getting a lot of cut scenes that tie things together better. Yeah. Could that be. makes sense. But it would still be really weird for the high school English class to be reading Snow White and for, again, some reason, Darian to be like, ah, oh, yes, I will make the play with the children in it. That's still a weird coincidence. It's, yeah. You've got to remember oh, yeah. he's dating a 14 year old. So he's always trying <laughs> to inject himself into that. Yeah. They're, no, they're, they're, in, they're in junior high. I want to put that out there one more time. That's right. She's like 13 or 14. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, putting that aside and moving on very swiftly. Uh, <laughs> they they all do this drawing straws thing to figure out who's going to be Snow White. And uh, the way it, the way it shakes out is that Anne cheats and she ends up being Snow White. Serena ends up being the ugly old queen. And then the rest of them have to be dwarves. And that includes Molly and Melvin. And uh, <laughs> it's it's interesting. The whole I, gang. Yeah, they they all have to be the dwarves. The In the quotes. key thing that changes here is that they don't end up actually being dwarves later on when they actually get into rehearsal and get their <laughs> costumes. They're, They're all in fursuits. They're furries. <laughs> now, because I guess Melvin heard them complaining about having to be dwarves, and he was like, "Well, I, then I got you all these animal costumes." <laughs> I yeah. Luckily, I just happen to have these costumes. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Like, what a weird jump. Like, oh, I don't want to be a dwarf. Okay, well, then I'm going to spend thousands of dollars on all of these, like, mascot uniforms. These anatomically correct bear costumes. <laughs> and rewrite a portion of Snow White to involve a whole portion about the, the animals of the woods being the ones that help her and save her. I mean, that's so much more work than just, like, making them pretty dwarves. Just make them pretty. It's fine. No one actually read it. That's the thing. No yeah. one actually read the whole whatever story of Snow White, why they were reading this 13-page story in high school. I don't know either, but no one read it. <laughs> and that's how they ended up with a bunch of furries on stage. I don't think Snow White, to Amy's comment about being able to be in computer school, because so she can <laughs> she can play the character that is dead for most of the most of the show. Like, yeah. I don't feel like Snow White is dead for most of the show. I think she's thinking of Sleeping Beauty. I think uh, so, she's too. really thinking about Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, Snow White's only asleep for a brief moment at the end. That's an incredibly good point. I yeah, yeah, she's in the bulk of it. She monologues through a lot of that whole story. Yeah, <laughs> that's more like playing Hamlet. Uh, so uh, alongside alongside this 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 clearly farcical plot about trying to put on a production of Snow White and everyone trying to smooch on Darian. 
uh, what we have is Alan being sort of jealous from the sidelines about this whole situation. And he summons a Cardian whose name is Piero. (laughs) This is a French name. This is a French name for a lady clown. And when he first says the name... (laughs) He is doing, I don't know if this is just his sort of like French-Canadian pronunciation because this is a Canadian dub or whatever it is. But when he says Piero, he says like Piero. Cardi and Piero, I order you to come forth. He does. (laughs) So just intense. And no one else, not even Piero herself says it like that. Also the fact that it's a clown. What? (laughs) I don't understand what era of like American and European theater history they were trying to go for, but why is it a clown from France? Yeah. We, well, uh, the thing is, we kind of already had a few episodes back. We already had kind of a theater, musical theater demon who is kind of like, here's my time for the stage or whatever. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, oh, yeah. That's and so right. I wonder if they just sort of already burned that out and had to go a different tact, you know? I think that's a pretty, pretty reasonable assumption. Yeah. 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 So they were like, what's the one other thing we know about theater? Clowns. Right. Because <laughs> this, this, of course, this whole arc was written as filler to sort of, uh, you know, make more time, time to catch yeah. up with the manga. Yeah. So they were trying, they're trying to buy time with this. So that makes it make so much more sense. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the sort of slapdash nature. Yeah. And just like monster of the week, like very little overarching story. Like there's just a little bit of whatever Lawrence of Moonrabia jumping in and like, oh, is he Darian? <laughs> but like, that's the only sort of vague, like building plot through the whatever 900 episodes I watched yeah. today. And even then, Moonlight Night has had seven episodes so far and zero movement on that dial. Like, yeah. we are <laughs> Not nowhere a closer. step more. Yeah. Uh, we also had, I gotta say, we probably had the stankiest Canadian sorry. <laughs> oh, it's a hard oh, sorry. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, they re- she really chews on it. Hey, I'm so sorry. Shall we do it again then, Darian? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's oh an interesting god. scene that I want I want to talk about really briefly. They uh they decide that they're having no, you know, they're done with Anne. Like she's she's making a mess of their rehearsals. She's trying to just rehearse the kissing scene and nothing else and they're getting <laughs> mad at her. And uh, so they, they see her at night. She's walking alone and they follow her and she goes to a shrine and they see her uh, praying at the shrine. And she's like, oh, I hope our play will be a big success. Of course, what they don't hear is her internal monologue going like, and so that I can kiss that Darian onk. <laughs> but they they at this point, Everyone except Serena sort of turns and they're like, oh, well, maybe she's just sad because she has no friends. Why don't we just let's, <laughs> let the, let this go? And Serena's like, well, she's still a sneaky little cheating weasel kissing my Darian. <laughs> <laughs> they also called her the little virus. That little yeah. virus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Alan, Alan walks in on her just completely macking with her pillow. Hey, what are you doing, Anne? Yeah, just in oh my full, God. just full tongue deep in her own pillow. It's all over, but the discussion, they've literally just handed out the fact, like, they don't, they're not sleeping in the same room, clearly. Like, the relationship yeah. is over. They're just, they're yep. just going through the motions. Like, I don't think he was even upset. I think he saw that, and he was like, good for her. She's moving on. I can now pursue my true love. The 14-year-old. Didn't he just give her, didn't he just mouth kiss her, like, an episode or two ago? Yeah, and they were, like, romantically eating a a meal together of human food. (laughs) That's Uh, right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Man, I don't know. It's it's all very odd. But what I think is interesting is that this this sort of puts the nail in the coffin of any sort of threatening aura they might have had this episode in particular. Oh, because for sure. None of them, neither of them are threatening anymore because Anne spent the whole this whole episode trying to mack on a human teen, not even caring about the doom tree at all and making out with her pillow. Like it's <laughs> I kind of love yeah. it. Yeah. But it's also it also just just kind of undercuts this whole arc and any sort of. The impact it might have had. The thing that I love about Alan and Anne is the fact that they are alone and they they do not answer to any sort of higher king evil master, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact mm-hmm. that they are do they're just basically two alien teens who just have <laughs> basic needs on sort of the hierarchy of needs. They're kind of just like we just need to eat and survive, and like we're gonna. And if we get to fuck along the way, then like, all right, <laughs> right, right. And they just yeah, kind of exactly. like, if I get to drag my dick through the sand for a little while, yeah, like they get lulled in by human sexuality and kind of like really just start to vibe with it and lose interest in their like evil. <laughs> no, plans. you're onto something here, though. Well, think about it though, because this is also the first time that we see them work like not working together. Like uh-huh. Alan goes rogue and draws a cardian without. Anne, and that's the first time they've done that. And I feel like that's, I mean, you look at, like, literally, it's when she's finally, like, acting on her sexual desire for Darian is the first time they work separately. It truly is their, like, budding realization that they have desires outside of each other. And it's, it's like, cemented in that moment. Yeah, it's cool to see her doing the play and, like, only caring about the play. There's no, like, she doesn't want to gather energy. She just wants to do the play. And then she sees a Cardi and she's legitimately upset. Like, no, not my fucking play. I'm doing this. (laughs) She worked really hard on it. They all worked so. What is it she, what is it she says at the beginning of this episode? She's like, look how Darian, my lips and I are coming after you. Yeah. She just wants those those college guy lips. (laughs) She's got her lips cocked and ready to go. Who doesn't want to get, who doesn't want to get a little, a little, little tongue from a man six or seven years your senior. (laughs) (laughs) it's a rite of passage (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so also uh, worth noting just we got to get in a few Serena goofs or else we haven't done our job Um, uh, Serena is practicing for the evil queen in her house mirror mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all (laughs) what and the second fairest sneer ways is the fairest but that just can be how dare she? Hey, the ham belongs in the fridge. Can it, dweeb? Oh, it was so sick. That was the <laughs> sickest burn I've ever heard. Like, I... Oh, oh. That was so good. I mean, I just didn't see it coming at all. As soon as he said yeah. the ham, I was like, what's next? <laughs> Sammy, Sammy has a full automatic just machine gun that he <laughs> <laughs> yeah. constantly yeah. slays Serena with. <laughs> I like to think just. that Luna's been whispering good snipes in his ear every night, and so he's been sort of learning. Learning from the best. Because Luna has yeah. an in on everything that like would hurt Serena the most. Like she uh-huh. really understands the psyche, so she can feed those really devastating, like, you know, just one yeah. line that destroys your psyche, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I imagine it must be pretty torturous to have more digs than you can like appropriately say out loud while still trying to be your cat mom. <laughs> Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, ah, I'm, exactly. I'm overflowing with all this talent. How, how Someone needs to, to hear it. Well, I'm just so annoyed by Serena and unable to ever talk any shit about her because you have to be her cat mom. It's super, it's super <laughs> stressful to have this, like, to have this, like, mentor slash mother character who just clearly hates Serena. <laughs> just hates her. Just wants to run away with Artemis and, like, just get it over with. Like, a little brother is kind of fine. Like, I, I like that dynamic. 
Yeah. Uh, Luna Luna makes me just makes my skin crawl sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so the the final sequence, uh, they get to they're off. They're doing their show, but they don't even get to start the show because Piero arrives and starts messing around on the set. And I I didn't realize it at the time until partway through. But the whole audience, they don't get whammied or anything. I think a whammy starts happening, but it doesn't actually finish. And so the entire audience watches the whole fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They think it's part of the play. If they think it's part of the show, then, like, weren't they like, where's Serena, though? Where's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? The, the thing that was on the program. You know what? The thing we paid $10 for. This is the for. modern interpretation. This is the gritty reboot. I think everybody just felt it was a net a net gain. Oh, thank God. We were going to support our, our friend, but we got, like, a our we got like Shen Yun instead. Play. Yeah, we got, like, some big, like, dramatic performance <laughs> we got some big epic dance fight <laughs> well and in the middle in the middle of the fight all the sailor scouts it's it's like this was sort of being used as an episode like hey if you've never watched sailor moon before we'll let all of the characters sort of show up and give their like core character concepts oh they took so long they were doing kabuki entrances they were fully doing kabuki kabuki like, entrances why it's because so it's on stage because they're they're on a stage and it's like a time to do a Japanese cultural joke and they all do kabuki entrances. And oh because I had forgotten which one was which. And that was a very nice reminder. Also, sorry <laughs> that your only power is bubbles. That is dumb. She can make them freeze now. So yeah, that's a level two bubbles. Cold bubbles. They're cold bubbles. Cool, cold bubbles. You did which it. Sounds like a drink that I could get at Starbucks. The inside of a LaCroix. <laughs> cold pressed bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a we have a return of my favorite my favorite trope for this this arc uh, as well, which is uh, Moonlight Nights really casual sign offs. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're my favorite thing in the world because he started he did them on both of these episodes because in this one we get take a bow, ladies, you deserve it. See you around. See you around. <laughs> All right, now can somebody wheel Just. up the moon uh, backstage? Can somebody take me off frame and up into the wings? Because. <laughs> It's my exit. Guys, this is my exit. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, he leaves the room like fucking Tony Wonder. <laughs> like this, I mean, I feel like Tuxedo Mask had a lot more chutzpah. Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, I, do. I well, miss cause, Tuxedo cause Mask. Because Darian also showed up in the episode to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And so there was kind yeah. of other stuff going on. And Moonlight Night, I feel, is the most clear representation of filler. Yeah, because they're yes. just kind of like, yes, you remember Tuxedo Mask. Here's a new thing that doesn't actually f- like succeed in the same way, but it fills the hole. T- does it? <laughs> I don't think it does. I felt a big tuxedo shaped hole in my heart the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The shape of a domino mask in my heart that has not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you know that if you look closely, the slippers that uh, Darian wears inside of his house have tiny little tuxedo masks on them? Oh, oh that's cute. Ew. Hey, thank that YouTube lady for us. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> uh, should we go to the sailor says? Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes. There, there's, there's one line that I really like it, it, at the very end. Uh, they come back and we see Anne throwing a tantrum because Alan used a cardi and interrupted the, interrupted the play. And he's like, what the fuck? We have a mission. Energy. Who cares about energy? I just wanted to be Snow White, kiss my prince and fall in love. I know, and I just wanted to be Prince Charming. <laughs> and he's just like, whatever. Like, this is your, I guess, eternal girlfriend. But he doesn't even care. He's just like, sure. 
Yeah, they're a loveless couple from the 50s. <laughs> I mean, they basically are brother and sister at this point. I think that that's actually more true to their dynamic. They yeah. haven't had sex in years. That's why the tree's dying, because their yeah. love is dying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the suicide was a weird one. It's a real weird one. <laughs> okay, I had such a hard time. I watched so many of these episodes today all at once, and I was, like, very confident that the Sailor Says were added for the American uh-huh. versions, oh, yeah. uh-huh. but I was oh, yeah. still, like, Big time. so upset by them, and also so, like, so confused by, like, who who had to do that, and, ha- <laughs> like, whose job was it to watch episodes of Sailor Moon and be like, where's the moral? And then figure that out and then like present this to other people. Cut That's a clips out of context to, to serve some sort of agenda. Yeah, to be uh. like, don't wash your dog in the winter, it'll get pneumonia. <laughs> okay. Sailor says. It'll get dog icicles. <laughs> Fucking weird. Yeah. Rory, what was the moral this week? Uh, this one was be careful about cheating and stealing because you might get good at it. You might get really good <laughs> at cheating and stealing. And that yeah. <laughs> if you cheat, you are going to steal. Have you, do you have a friend that's ever looked at someone else's homework? Now they're going to download a car. Like, it's so <laughs> intense comparing cheating to stealing. Like, it was trying to say don't steal, but they started with the wrong thing. Well, but it still wasn't even don't steal. It was be careful about stealing or you'll start stealing more things. And then you'll, you'll steal bigger things. You'll continue to get away with it. You know that's actually a tenant of uh, uh, that's actually a tenant of like uh, uh, anarcho socialism is that you should do small crimes so that you can get used to doing crimes so you don't feel bad when it's time to do big crimes. So maybe they were just okay. trying to like de mm-hmm. de radicalize the youth by saying don't do small crimes. Well, look, Serena's already telling everybody not to study. Like <laughs> study. Why would you ever get good at anything when they're just going to give Snow White to the girl with the biggest breasts? <laughs> you really? You know what I mean? And nothing fucking matters. Nothing matters. So just cheat. Nothing matters. Become a cat burglar. Sailor Moon says. <laughs> Let's hear from a sponsor. Hey, Rory. Oh, good. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, bud. Uh, can you please, please, please tell us about our brand new sponsor, which is Frankenstein, but he's hot. Frankenstein, but he's hot is a fantastic new way uh, for you to uh, get what happens when you go out in the sun and it's oh, it's just beaten down. It's beaten down in your brow and those little beads, those beads start to form right oh, at I the start top to- of your I bubble like a bathtub. You start to bubble like a bathtub full of <laughs> full of soap. Uh, and uh, so, well, what happens sometimes is uh, a Frankenstein goes for a walk with his with his pup <laughs> underneath the hot sun, the hot, uh-huh. and um, <laughs> gosh, she gets so hot. Frankenstein, but he's hot. <laughs> Wouldn't it wouldn't it be great if Frankenstein didn't get so hot? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, please tell me more. <laughs> uh so we we've all gathered together. We've seen this this man made from parts. Uh 
Uh, and he's he's just not doing so great out there. <laughs> and we were thinking it would be pretty. It would be a great idea to just uh, if you've ever if you've ever gone to to the far east, you would know that uh, on a hot summer's day, that you're nobody's above just taking an umbrella out and uh, you know doing it Michael Jackson style, uh, mm-hmm. f- fearing fearing those fearing those those nasty rays. Uh, you know, because not everybody loves Raymond, and so <laughs> said the son's name. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Frankenstein sure is hot, and Raymond is just is just getting him out of. He's just he's just cooking him up, and we were thinking it would be pretty cool if uh, he could just take his pup out because the pup needs the pup needs uh, two walks a day, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And poor Frankenstein sure is hot. Peter Boyle was in Everybody Loves Raymond. The young Frankenstein, uh, yeah. Frankenstein actor was in Everybody Loves Raymond. It all, it all, it's all connected, man. The Illuminati. <laughs> That's right. And they're just trying to cook our friend Peter Boyle to death. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just thinking, I was just thinking we could get a little money together and you know, keep poor Frankenstein, you know, trucking along. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's truly inspiring. Sounds like a worthy cause. Thanks, Rory. You're welcome. A uh, record scratch or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> we interrupt. We interrupt your regularly scheduled episode. Uh, to to talk really quickly about our Patreon that we have and remind you all that that's a thing that exists. I'm sure you know that because we've mentioned it before, but you know what? We like to repeat ourselves. For the cost of 14 cups of Folgers coffee, you could help <laughs> us keep our, keep the lights on. You really could. Uh, also, how much does 14 cups of Folgers cost? Like 30 cents? I don't know. Those things come in big goddamn barrels. Like you bought a barrel of Folgers, right? Comes in barrels? That's coming a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> but the barrel's not free. <laughs> no, the barrel is not free. <laughs> but we we uh, we have a Patreon, and we uh, we have several different tiers. You can you can sort of give whatever you feel like giving. It's all worth it. All the levels are fun and worth it. Uh, and no matter what level you donate at, uh, we're gonna do the thing that we do now for you, future patron. And that thing that we're doing now is we're gonna shout out a name of our new patron from May. Who is our new patron from May? Dr. Shane and the Shane and the Shane and the the Shane boys. <laughs> well, I think I think it's just Dr. Shane. I don't know that the Shane boys get credit for this, but yes, Shane <laughs> Shane's our new patron, <laughs> and uh, and and we, we we have now said his name, thereby fulfilling the the uh, our end of the of the contract. Yeah, we've also we've also mentioned his little gaggle of of uh, of, fo- <laughs> of, uh, of groupies that you know follow him around. <laughs> The Shane Boys. The Shane Boys. It's worth <laughs> mentioning that all of our patrons, after becoming patrons, have gained, like, a, you know... Special powers. A following. Yeah, yeah. They have incredible powers and, and little uh, <laughs> posses. So, we don't promise that, but it's happened. It's like a, co- a really cool coincidence. Yeah, we're just calling out, you know, correlation. Not necessarily causation, but I think it's worth a shot. Um, you know what else you can get if you become a patron is several bonus episodes. At this point, we've kind of started to build up a little library. Mm-hmm. The latest one is from is the show The Midnight Gospel. 
yeah. on Netflix, which is a very cool stylistic show that we uh, gave our takes on. And if you're uh, sort of interested in watching it, you can definitely listen along and uh, go check that out if you become a patron. Yeah. The other thing that's worth mentioning is that at all levels of the, of the Patreon, you get to vote on uh, what some of our specials are going to be about. You get to pick the show. And currently, we still have a poll live, and you can go in and have your voice heard and find out what show from 2002 we're going to watch. It may need a little cl- a little clarification. You vote on the real specials, and sometimes we also do Patreon-exclusive specials. It's a- That's true. The specials for the real feed. Yeah, we should do, we should have clearer terminology, but we don't, so uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Someone write that down as a to-do. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, give us what you can, if you can, if you want to. Uh, and other, other than that, you know, I think we should send you back to the content. The fun, the fun show. Yeah, let's get right back to it. Everybody, we're back at Saturday morning Tuesdays, where I have just won my I've just won my my jug off for the week and get to stay on the show. Oh, I'm jugged. So I'm jugged one of the contestants off. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's not here to make friends. <laughs> I mean, you don't win. Yeah, Rory jugged me off, and I'm upset about it, but I also kind of liked it. So <laughs> I, I may not get to be the jugsman, but you know, I had a good time. Well, it's about blowing technique, isn't it? (laughs) Honestly, I'm just glad that I did come here to make friends. Oh, nice. (laughs) We're friends. Honestly, that's all I care about. I just want to meet other juggers, you know? (laughs) Well, this one, this this episode of Sailor Moon we watched here back in the the jug house. (laughs) Where all the contestants have to live at. Um, We watched uh, episode 51, Detention Doldrums. Uh, and if you want to know what happened in it, it, it uh, here's what happened. Serena and <laughs> Anne both get detention and must write a five-page paper. However, Anne has lost most of her energy and cannot concentrate. With Anne stuck at school, Alan releases a cardian to steal energy to heal her. However, this cardian will not listen to him. And with Serena in detention, the other Sailor Scouts must fight on fight her on their own. Meanwhile, with her energy running low, Anne plans to steal Serena's energy. But that turns out to be harder than she thought. And you guys, this card in is my heart. <laughs> oh, yes. Insectia. Insectia. It's the bee lady. The, the bee who won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like if the honeybee from Cheerios, like, fucked a transformer. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Charlotte. We oh. here at Saturday Morning Tuesdays love bees, and <laughs> oh, I know, I understand. <laughs> this is this has greatly tickled us. <laughs> Look, I get it. I fully, I I laughed so hard when I saw her. I was just like, this is the greatest oh. bee I've ever seen. I am so yeah. happy. The the cut where she just runs through the room and does nothing but jump right out the window. <laughs> just- <laughs> 
she just sort of shouts gibberish the whole oh episode. And Serena That's just so like funny. leans out the window for so long oh. that Anne and Alan have a whole ass conversation behind her. And she's just staring at the bee lady being like, why'd you jump out that window? This is so weird. She's kind of the honeycomb monster just sort of running through. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Me want honeycomb. Me want energy. Me want ducks. I think I'm going to go oh, get God. ducks. Hey, don't get those ducks. Get that man. Oh, no. Not the ducks. What's wrong with you, Insectia? I want that guy. <laughs> Here, can I say oh something real fast? Uh, this episode is called Detention Doldrums, and... I think the only reason that this wasn't detention day blues or something is because the the their their love of the word blues is only eclipsed by their love of alliteration. Uh, but I think I think this is a blues episode in spirit. It is. I yes. think this episode is a is a piece of trash kind of in spirit. Um, I'm I'm sort of come out the gate with a strong okay. take, but this episode is kind of a huge hot mess. Um, it doesn't really follow any sort of structure. But isn't that but isn't that sort of exemplified by the monster that is like rejecting all structure and coordination? Yeah. <laughs> just does yeah. nothing. It's just chaos. Just a chaos yeah. demon unleashed on the world. So two things though, I would say so one, I loved this episode because this is Anne like literally at one point Serena's just like kind of nice to her and she has a vision of a rabbit hopping away into what she says is the doom tree alive with kindness and joy. And she's like, Oh, I think I really like feeling friendship and kindness. And then she just doesn't ever think of that again. Just <laughs> well, stops. time to not bring that up. <laughs> but like, but again, this is another sign that I feel like those two are going to end up being like, look, actually we like you all and we're going to peace out, you know, no harm, no foul. You know, yeah. like I felt like she grew there as a character. And then we also have, a growing on last time where it was the first time that Alan worked without Anne. Now we have a Cardian working without either of them. So it's like they're completely mm-hmm. lost control of their relationship, right? Like they've completely right. lost hold of their their whole deal and they have to just face facts and, and move forward. Catch the mean bee. I have to say, somebody, I don't know, it wasn't me, but somebody on our show over the last few weeks at one point made the admittedly obvious but very on point call that the resolution of this entire arc was going to be realizing that, like, the Doom Tree actually, like, it's, yeah, you could use friendship. energy, but like, yeah. but like, it's all friendship. Like, yeah. it, it feeds off friendship better. It's a Monsters Inc. scenario. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it definitely and love. That's definitely what's going to happen. Like, it's it's being clearly 100%. telegraphed, and I'm kind of upset. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't hate that. I just think it's. I don't oh, know. I it's it. really half-baked. Yeah, but at least it's something. With the way the rest of this has been going, I'm so happy there's actually going to be some kind of end point because this easily mm. could have just gone off into and just faded into nothing and like never given you any kind of actual story to cling to. At least now in these last scraps of the season, they're like, oh, let's have an overarching idea yeah. that we build to with the last couple episodes. Like, <laughs> Well, if you wanted to like overread into it, you could say like these two, these two tree children have this like tree dad or tree mom who just is not like paying attention to them anymore and they're acting out and they're and they're yeah. and they're negative and they're and they're hurtful and they eventually realize that that's not the kind of energy that's gonna you know work mm-hmm. they learn positive reinforcement they don't want old people energy they don't want teen energy they don't want baby energy they need that love energy they need love energy. Yeah. And that is all ages. I found 
episode, I loved this episode because, like, that little moment with Anne and, like, the small hope of, like, there being kind of a, a resolution at all to any arc in any of this was, like, a lifesaver being tossed into the sea for me. Like, <laughs> I felt like, oh, maybe there's a reason why I've spent my whole day consuming <laughs> this content. Like, maybe uh-huh. there will be some kind of story where I can say... Sailor Moon R starts like this, then this happens, and then this is how it ends. Like, it (laughs) felt like that was finally maybe a possibility. Well, on the plus side, the quarantine has dramatically shifted the bar for what constitutes wasting your day. (laughs) That's very true. Um, Something I need to point out, though, that may help if you consume more Sailor Moon, or I don't know how how much, I don't know if I've said it during this arc yet, but her... Uh, Serena's original name in Japanese is Usagi, and Usagi means rabbit in Japanese. So like rabbit in the moon. So when they yeah, it's the rabbit in the moon thing. That's like a fairy tale in, in J- Japan. Um, and so like whenever you see rabbits, that's that's like they're clearly doing a a, 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 a Serena thing. You know, they're mm. they're using it a, as a stand-in for her. That actually was on three different YouTube lists of facts you need to know about <laughs> Sailor Moon. It's an extremely common fact, and I don't really know why you felt like we didn't know. Oh, well, fuck me, then. You can go listen to that girl with cat ears and just never listen to me ever again. <laughs> uh, I think we should walk through this episode from the beginning, uh, because we have a, a return of Miss Haruna, who I love. Yes. And oh god. Serena is late once again cuz they decided to take in a quick temple session uh <laughs> before school. Just, and just casual like <sighs> woke up early to be late. Yeah. Um and Serena stumbles into the room, steps in a bucket and just <laughs> wrecks the place. <laughs> but uh Miss Haruna can't be can't be flummoxed today cuz she's got a hot date with Robert. Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, who it turns out is a pickup artist, and he he really knows how to string this poor lady along. Oh my god! He calls her at work and then puts her on hold. Calls her at work. That's a power move. Like she answers the phone in her classroom and is just like, "Everyone, be sure, quiet. I'll... I have to take this extremely important call." And also the fact that like Serena's like the only reason she's in a good news is mood is because she's gonna get dick tonight. Like that was the fact that this woman yeah. cannot keep her shit together enough that like every single one of her students is like she has a date. Yeah, she has a specifically quote hot date. Mm-hmm. Well, and and what we're what we're seeing is actually a pretty well established uh, anime trope. There are numerous examples of the sort of the 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 female teacher who's worried she's past her prime. And is bitter about <laughs> bitter about teens dating because she doesn't like <laughs> the meats. The meats gone old. Yeah, yeah. She she worries that she's past her prime. She steals the teens dating. She hates it, and she's become bitter. <laughs> and then like as soon as she gets a date, she like changes her whole personality. I'm not even kidding. That's a huge trope. That's everywhere. She's 27 and she's worried she's barren. Yes, exactly. No, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, she's tired of yeah. having her parents ask her when she's going to get married. And she's taking it out on her students, goddammit. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, she literally pulls a Kathy and just screams, men, while wearing, like, a red blazer. It's, <laughs> it's remarkable. Yeah, because her day gets canceled, and then suddenly she turns around and starts handing out detentions left and right. And so, mm-hmm. uh, Serena is trying to get some lunch, some early lunch. She didn't even get in trouble for not doing the reading. She got in trouble for, like, escaping not doing the reading and then being like, time to gobble a snack, like, very openly in the middle of this classroom, which I know is against the rules. God, she's such a, such a goblin for food. And then, uh, and then Anne gets in trouble because she speaks her 
phone language. Her cuckoo alien language. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought when she first started was she was trying to pretend it was French. And then I realized that's right? actually yep. her language, that? not just like her pretending to be French. Remember that thing they dropped immediately? That- <laughs> so they're from France? She's- that she's supposed to be French? Yeah. And then she doesn't understand why uh, that's a problem, which was very funny. I thought maybe she was illiterate. Because I feel like we've never <laughs> right. seen whether or not they can actually read or speak Japanese at this point. So I'm wondering totally. if she was just speaking gibberish because she literally is illiterate. Don't you understand? <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> so detention is, ba- is, is happening. Serena and Anne have been assigned to write a paper. And suddenly the date's back on. Miss Haruna is back and ready to roll. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, can you be at my house with no pants on in 15 minutes? And she just like gets out of I there. told you, this dude's playing right out of the pickup artist's handbook. And yeah. she's following She's it. at work. She's just following she's for it. She's at work. And he goes, <laughs> 15 minutes. And she's like, yes. And then she just fucking dips. She just leaves. <laughs> she goes to those like, kids. Like, how does this woman have a <laughs> job? And then they're there for hours like it gets dark and they're still writing a five page page essay about all the things they love about school right right yeah they're stuck like should we leave or i guess not like no one's come by yeah. and like, hey kids we're locking up the school you gotta go <laughs> <laughs> like, no one cares that i just yeah that was no wild. it's, she just it's very bizarre them. it's almost as wild as just letting a complete stranger just get on your school bus last week but uh yeah Oh my God. <laughs> well, the loser of that competition has to has to stop seeking Darian's uh, adult adult lips. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's settle this once and for all, okay? Loser has to stop trying to snag Darian. First one done with the essay gets to keep him. Yawn. Yeah, you bet I'm on. <laughs> and it doesn't like that is so convoluted and makes yeah. no sense. It can only be a filler episode. There's no actual uh-huh. way that people yeah. thought that through. They were like, I don't know, make it an essay contest. Like, they're not even going to arm wrestle or anything. They're just going to try and write their school essays. Like, Anne's like, let's do homework for Dick. (laughs) Well, it's too bad it wasn't a spelling bee because... (laughs) Oh, God. You get insecty right after. Yeah, while while we're trying to... We have this whole, like, stupid thing where where Anne Anne is trying to... She's like, well, I'll just... She's tired because she's out of energy. And Serena's tired because she didn't get a lot of sleep. Because she had to wake up early to go to temple. And so they're both tired and they both can't focus on the thing. And so she's like, well, maybe I'll steal energy from Serena. And so we have this like kind of slapsticky thing where she keeps trying to like sneak up behind Serena. But she keeps like bumble fucking her way into somehow stabbing her in the face with a pencil on accident. Uh, and meanwhile, we have this whole like Keystone Cops routine going on with Alan just trying to find his guardian who is just a naughty bee and not doing anything just right. Just a bee that won't listen. Just a renegade bee out on the loose. Yeah, this is untitled bee monster game. The bee is up to no good. Oh my god, it's so funny. And like we said earlier, the bee tries to go after some ducks and yeah. It, yeah. it just won't follow instructions. It is so amazing. Well, it's yeah. just so confused about why it exists. It doesn't know. It's just a bee. I mean it is born into a world of pain and suffering. Yes. Yeah. Born to suffer a bee's <laughs> life. But like to go back to a point that we mentioned before, but I really want to, I really want to talk about it more. 
the bee at one point, after initiating that this is like going to be a violent encounter, and we all know the Sailor Scouts are going to have to fight, and this is going to be a big deal, just busts in the room, runs through it, <laughs> and jumps out the window. Just yeah. bounces. It's so funny. And then that that leads into, like, that happens, and we don't see the bee again for a while. <laughs> like, that happens, and there's not, like, a fight. Like, they don't just jump out the window and follow the bee. It, it, it literally does nothing. The bee comes back later. Like, the sailor scouts show up, and then the bee shows up again as if the bee jumped out the window, ran around the block a few times, and then came back. It's, like, it's so <laughs> offensively pointless that I just have to love it. Like, it was so... I laughed so hard because I was so scared of what was happening. Like, the episode right. just completely goes off the rails at that moment. And I was a little worried about, like, what... But that's the thing, right? It doesn't... It doesn't... Uh, it doesn't just fall off the rails. Like, it, it leaps. It pole vaults away. <laughs> it's, a window. It's, it's, it's a magi- window. <laughs> the plot so far of this episode has been basically their teacher has a date. They're, you know, Serena's in detention. And then the scouts watch a movie. All and then I of this Miss Saruna stuff, all of it has just been to set up her leaving them at school yeah. later. Right. Yes. And this, yeah. this is all like, you know, 15 minutes, you know, 15 to 16 minutes of a 20 minute episode. Like, is yeah. just like kind of stuff happening. It's just them writing an essay. Yeah. It's just them being like, oh, I'm going to write this essay so that I can make out with that adult man. Like, (laughs) and it's not even about him. It's not even like, let's write an essay about Darian and then he can read them and decide which one of us has earned his sweet, sweet man kisses. No, they're writing about (laughs) school. Yeah. They're writing about school so that they can be horny. It's, and it happens for so long. And then finally they're like, let's fight the bee. And, you know, Anne is finally, after mind-melding with her brother through space, gets some energy from Serena, right? And is like, hell yeah, I'm ready to go. And then, like, dips. Like, just gets (laughs) out of there. And, like, and they just leave. And then Serena's like, okay, I'm gonna fight. And she tries. And she's tired. And I'm just like, what is... What is the point of even fighting at this point? Just let it take you. Just right. let it be win. Well, but then Moonlight Knight shows up and he says, Sailor Moon's had some of her energy drained away. And that's why she doesn't feel she has the strength to fight right now, Sailor Scouts. Moonlight Knight, you're here! Sailor Moon, believe you have the power. Right. And she's like, oh, yeah. All right. Well, well, he does I, I did a, nothing. I did appreciate that, though, because right before Moonlight Knight shows up, uh, everyone has given her like you can you can feel it coming they're all about to just get the fuck up her butt about how tired and lethargic she is because they uh-huh. think it's just her being stupid even though Anne yeah. literally stole her energy and I did kind of appreciate that Moonlight Knight had to show up and be like fucking lay off the evil, way, <laughs> guys, the evil lady touched her everyone shut the fuck Leave up my girlfriend alone <laughs> And he does. He does another one of his good, uh, his good, his good sign-outs too. When he leaves, he says, "Keep up the good work, Sailor Scouts. See you around." And then they're all like amazed. <laughs> Did somebody say moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> then he leaves, and then she believes in herself, and then she just does this like the same thing as always, and explodes yep. the guy, and then, and then she's just like, "Ha! Huh, well, I finished my essay." I, I get to make out with an adult man. Burgers. And I'm fine now. Burgers? Yeah. Little burgers. Should we get burgers? Let's get burgers. 
<laughs> it's just the loosest. It's not even like plot points. It's just like somebody p- took a bunch of things about high school and about monsters, put it in a boggle game, and then just like, here we go. Here's this episode yeah. of Sailor Moon. I mean, there, there is a funness yeah. to the fact that Darian is so clearly like a 14 year old's idea of a sexy adult where he's like just in a <laughs> he's in like a suit jacket and is otherwise yeah. just like a boy he's just a l- and he's emotionally unavailable he's an emotionally unavailable tall boy in a in a fancy <laughs> coat <laughs> look the number of times you fall for a boy because you think he's perfect but he's just tall is like it's <laughs> so much of the time like that i think that that's the the journey of your 20s is learning Turns what is character and what tall. is height He was just tall. No, you don't understand. He just had those long, long legs. I I can name. I can name like literal examples where I go, wow. Someone's sitting there with like the, they get you strapped into the clockwork orange chair and they're showing you pictures of men and you're like, he seems (laughs) nice. And they're like, no, that one's just tall. No. No. He's just tall. No, that one's tall too. He's He's just just tall. tall. He's just tall. This one's a dick. He's tall. He's just tall and he owns two criterion. Like he's literally Darian is the guy who's just tall and owns two Criterion collection films that he insists on showing you. Like that is he's rehearsed he's rehearsed how to talk about him. It's his this move. Is a film. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't seen Kurosawa? Yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, I can't wait to show you the films of Wes Anderson. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I- there was a good story <laughs> in this one too. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So what we've what we've been saying about this whole episode that it was scattershot and bullshit is is perfectly reflected in the sailor says because the the person in charge of trying to find the moral of this episode <laughs> had no <laughs> idea what to do. Yeah. Do Don't get stuff. detention because you won't be able to have, do things if you get detention. But doing stuff after school is something you could do. <laughs> but but okay. But like if you're gonna do something after school, you need to tell your parents where you're gonna be. And when uh-huh. you're doing that, don't talk to strangers. And if you're going to go outside, definitely wear a rain jacket because you never know when the weather's <laughs> going to change. God. And it was just a mess. This one was. If you get oh, an yeah. email from a Nigerian prince, it's a scam. So don't get detention. Sailor Moon says. <laughs> well, blow, 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 blow my jug. We did a whole fun thing today. And. Uh, <laughs> It turns out, turns out, uh, coming coming from behind, Austin actually won and became the jugger. Oh uh, wow! After an early lead from Rory, uh, Rory Rory tripped and broke his jug. And, oh darn, uh, darn! <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a backup jug, which yeah, we are yeah, all instructed. I, unfortunately, yeah. he actually tripped into his backup jugs and was oh, lacerated up in several it. places. <laughs> Um, he is in the hospital now, and we are hoping a quick recovery. Well, a jug-based damage. <laughs> yeah. A good jug-based <laughs> joke. <laughs> um, you guys, so Sailor Moon, this is crazy, but the, the arc is almost done. Like this, we, We've got just one more episode of this arc, so like apparently this is supposed to have been pushing towards some kind of conclusion. <laughs> um, yeah, didn't you see that thing with the rabbit and the tree and the, and the good feelings? <laughs> well, I think... The only thing that really hinted that we're getting towards a conclusion is the resolution from Alan and Anne at the end of this of like, oh. we just need to actually like take the fight to the Sailor Scouts. Like we need to, yeah, you know, we can't get energy until we deal with them. 
Now, that's what the Nephites and the Zoocytes and the Jadeites of the world always realize at the end. They just can't keep sending proxies in to fight for them. They actually have to <laughs> show up and do space. it for them fucking selves. <laughs> right. Right. I yeah. Thought, I thought what they said was that they got to bring them to space, right? Like they got to bring them to the tree and fuck them up. Or did I it, misinterpret th- that's, that? Th- that sounded like what they were planning. They were like, we got to fight them on our home yeah, turf. Right. Well, and it seems like they're going to have to reset the status quo of this whole season. If this is complete filler and then yeah. supposedly it's going to start from wherever the manga, the manga, whenever the manga <laughs> comes up, uh, <laughs> They're going to have to be back where they left things. So they're going to have to lose their memory again and their... And Moonlight Night's got to go away. And Moonlight Night's got to go away. Yeah, so you just we'll thought see. maybe something would have happened by now in the in the in in this <laughs> plot, right? Because the mango is going to be in a completely different place. Yeah, exactly. Darian so, and Moonlight Night were in the same room. How do you solve that? I don't even know. I don't even know what's going to happen. It's going to be a bullshit-ass poll, and we're going to be upset. It's going <laughs> to be a bad Cardian poll. Well, well, I liked I liked that, but not enough. Uh, (laughs) Okay, that's fine. I didn't really like it. I'm a little (laughs) mad at myself. I like started saying it and was immediately like, pull back. Don't do it. But it was too late. So here we are. You can't can't unblow that jug. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, Charlotte, we like you enough. And we really want to thank you for being here. But also, like, how, how what are you feeling right now with Sailor Moon? Like, I know you. I know you. You know, you, you jumped on the bandwagon pretty hard, and that's awesome. Yeah, to hear. yeah. Are you gonna keep I'm, going? I'm definitely. I'm definitely gonna finish this arc because, again, like that tiny taste of freedom uh, that was offered to me in this last episode. I do need to see it through. I do need to find out if we mm. are gonna get just like just like a an almost like lost level of bullshit answers in the last episode that are meant to sort of wash over all of the the holes of the previous season. Um, and and I I also think that like I really want to watch the originals where everyone's sexy and gay. Yeah. Um, but like I also feel like I am more aware today than ever that while you know nothing matters in this time of horror, my time is valuable, and there are better things mm-hmm. to do than watch the horrifyingly bad American dub of uh, <laughs> Sailor Moon. And that the dub the dub is 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 not at face value very good but uh there is there's a real treasure in in how hokey and uh i don't know e- effortful it seems to be yeah. like it's it's, it's a thing yeah, bananas it's balls it's bananas. i feel like it was really it was worth watching it because i had a reason to watch it i don't think that there would be like especially now that i'm kind of you know further in than i was at the beginning of this day i feel like i would never have watched it if i didn't have sort of an an, an instigating incident but uh i'm happy to have watched it yeah mm. uh and i'm excited that now i have a taste for what maybe a better version <laughs> of this deserves to be and like i feel like i owe it sort of to this whole uh, like you know media empire to uh watch the good shit after yeah. spending time mm-hmm. watching this i mean like you said there are treasures in there i mean i have had such a good time with the voice of Amy uh, or Molly, Molly's voice is so exciting <laughs> and fun. I mean, that just the not, not to mention the Melvins of the world. Melvin <laughs> is a treasure. His I I uh, one of the facts I found out today is that did you know under his glasses he's actually quite a looker, but it's yeah? just those glasses that keep him down. Yeah. Oh, is it sort of a is it a sort of a 
Stefan Urkel sort of situation. Exactly. Oh, According yeah. to the creator, he is actually quite a looker. Secret be shown in eyes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which is, you know, I'm hoping to watch more Sailor Moon and find out uh, how hot Melvin is. That's really that's a, my plan. Yeah, that's a really good goal. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should let me go now. This is, I haven't talked out loud this much in a really long time. This is really going great. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, you parched. <laughs> I feel lightheaded. <laughs> well, here's a jug. This one's full of water. I have to slither back into my bathtub, like the monster from, like the monster from uh, Guillermo del Toro's movie, <laughs> <laughs> the Eggman. <laughs> the Eggman. Oh my God! Hey, we're gonna see you next Tuesday. Yeah.